Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Liebs bringing you episode 25 of Coach Talk. Uh, This is a late night edition. It's around 9.45 p.m. on Monday night. Uh, Generally, I try to record the podcast around noon or 1 o'clock during the day. Uh, My my normal schedule is I wake up around 6 and I work my butt off. Uh, until one or two, and then, and then the workday is pretty much over because I have to go up to practice. So I try to normally work to the last possible minute um, of each workday on Sideline Hustle and then kind of separate my day into two days, 6 to six a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sideline Hustle, 2 p.m. till about, you know, 9, 10 o'clock uh, on, on, on Don Bosco football. Um, but, you know, we lost to St. Joe's this weekend, and, uh, you know, I think, I think something humbling about coaching is no matter how successful – or unsuccessful you are as a coach, there's never really that moment where I think you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I got this. I got, I got this whole coaching thing figured out. You know, I'm good here. You can never really settle as a coach. You're always looking for new ways to, to motivate kids, uh, new ways to teach, new ways to, to inspire. Um, and, and I think that's kind of where, where I'm at now, where, you know, I, I, I'm the one who has to rest my head on the pillow every night and feel good about the job I'm doing. And and I honestly do. I feel, I feel good about the progress the receivers have made. I feel good about the way we play. Are we perfect? No. Have we made plenty of mistakes? Millions of mistakes. But I think they play their butts off every day. I think that they're executing at, at, at a, a high enough level for us to be successful. But it's not translating to to a whole team-wide success. So I think something that I've asked myself, you know, after the loss on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when I was kind of just thinking, I was like, all right, what, what can I be doing better um, from a coaching standpoint? How can I be maximizing my game as a coach? Um, and you know, what more can I bring these kids? Cause I just really don't, don't want to let these kids down. Um, so, so what I decided to do was, was this week I'm, I got into the office or today, at least I'm going to get into the office, um, you know, about 30, 45 minutes early every single day and just do some extra preparation, uh, some extra film study, uh, you know, just plan my meetings out, uh, e- even more so than I already do and, and just make sure everything's really squared away. So there's no lack of organization and no time wasted and really try to schedule out every minute of our meeting, every minute of practice, so we're maximizing our time, and I'm doing everything I can to put these kids in the best position possible. Um, And, and, you know, the the theme of the week that I've been preaching to the kids, you know, after we lost, we came in, had the day off Saturday, came in on Sunday, and the theme for me has just been, let's take the ultimate accountability for this as individuals in this room, as a unit, as wide receivers, um, and myself as a coach, everyone around, let's not point fingers, um, you know, are there are there other people that share the blame? We all share the blame. It's a team loss. Um, but but let's take the ultimate responsibility for this and put it on ourselves. As me as a coach, it's my fault. I feel like as the receivers coach, I let the team down. I lost the game. 
uh, in, in the heart of my, my heart, do I really feel that way? Like, no, but I think that's the best way for me to go about it, to push myself to be better if I take that responsibility on my shoulders. And it's something I'm pushing my kids to do. And so, you know, kind of what I was telling them is, is, you know, find two or three things that you can do better this week, whether it's the way you rehab, uh, the way you stretch before practice, the way you prepare your mind before practice, the way you study film, like what is there in our process each week that we can improve? And for me to ask that of them, I also have to reciprocate and do the same myself. And that's what I'm trying to do with getting to practice a little bit earlier. So long story short, uh, that's why I'm recording this at nine o'clock at 945. I don't expect that to do that every day this week. But it was just a day where I got caught up in kind of getting the sideline hustle going on a Monday. All of a sudden, you know, I had to leave early and, and, and decided that, that coach talk was going to be the thing I sacrificed today and just get it recorded later. Uh, we had a pretty good practice today. Uh, you know, it was a tough loss. Kids are down, but I don't feel like there's a lot of finger pointing. Um, it was a good practice. Uh, you know, similarly where I, I was saying before how there's never that moment where you're like, I got this as a coach. Uh, we as a coaching staff don't feel that way and we tried to restructure some things in practice and restructure the way we practice to bring some extra juice and, and hopefully breed better results. We, we did some more good on good competition and, and just tried to get the energy levels up high and make it so it's more uh, you know, ones versus ones, starters versus starters and there's no discrepancy between age or talent uh, that, that may happen when you're, when you're playing against the scout team. So we didn't necessarily go against the defensive look that we're going to see, although the team we're playing, DePaul Catholic, is very similar to our defense, so there was a lot of carryover. We just had a lot of high-energy competition, and, and I think that was good. Um, so so that's our mindset for the week is just to try to, how do we create a spark? And and the 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 very new, uh, specific way that I did it for the receivers was, was hold yourself accountable. You know, we all made mistakes during this game and every single receiver, including myself as their coach, made mistakes during the game. So let's let's focus our attention on how can we improve our process during the week to prevent those mistakes from happening? Because if we don't make the seven, eight, nine, ten 10 mistakes we made during the game as a unit, then maybe the outcome's different. Or if we, you know, take pride in trying to eliminate those mistakes during the week, well, hopefully that energy and that attitude carries over to the rest of the team. And every position on on the team can prevent two or three mistakes from happening or make one or two or three more plays. You know, that's going to make a huge difference. But I think it starts with ourselves. It can't start from why was this play called? Why aren't they blocking for us? Why is the defense doing that? Like, it can't start from any of that stuff. And I think it's typical of a young of young kids to kind of get that way. And it's, it's been my job to aggressively beat it out of them. And I feel good about where their attitudes are at. And I actually fielded a couple outside questions. Guys just asking me, who don't really know the program, uh, asking me, you know, are you, are you worried about the kids, you know, not buying in? Like, you're three and four. Um, you've had two tough losses in a row. You know, are you worried about it? And it was funny because I, I hadn't even really thought about it because this is such a family, you know, especially in the wide receiver room. And, you know, it, it, it's just it, when, when I've shown how important this is to me, uh, the kids have reciprocated that over and over and over. Like this really, we really truly have built a family. And something I've said on this podcast before is I really believe that my greatest strength as a coach is my ability to build a family uh, amongst my players and and in my position room. Um, and, and so it's something I didn't even really think of because the same way that it's instinctual where you get in a fight with your brother or your sister or your mother, or your father, whatever, there's, 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 unless, except in extreme circumstances, there's never really that moment of like, oh, I'm giving up now or I've had enough or, you know, I'm done with this. Maybe for a fleeting second, but never in like the long term. You just, you pick up the pieces, you, you figure out what you got to figure out and you continue loving and supporting your family. And I think that's, there, I don't think there's been any thought of not buying in or is this worth it in the receiver room. 
we just want to get better. We just want to win games. We want to continue fighting. We want to score more touchdowns. We want to catch more passes. We want to block better. Like we are just focused on how can we do things better. Um, and, and it is because it's family. And I guess, you know, to really put the nail on the head as to why I think it's so important to build family. This is a big reason why when you're going through adversity, um, you know, it, it's nice for, for me as a coach not to have to worry about, man, what do I tell these kids? Like, like I, ne I never have to worry about what the message I, I tell my kids as far as, um, hey, guys, we got to keep fighting. Like, there, there's, that's not the narrative ever. It's never, hey, hey, let me motivate you to keep fighting. It's like, listen, this is what we got to do to be better. We love each other, so let's, let's get it done. And I try to do a lot more teaching of the nuances uh, of our craft this week, or at least today and going forward, um, more so than, than motivating them to play hard. Like, these kids play their butts off. They play so hard on, on Friday nights um, that they would give anything to win. So I'm trying to do more. Whereas I think in the beginning of the year, it was essential that I teach them the expectation of the energy level to play at with so many young kids. Now that we're later in the season, everyone has some experience. Now it's, all right, here are the technical um, things or, or, the, or the, the aspects of our craft that are hurting us. And let's get better at these skills or these techniques. Uh, less so than, than, you know, let's, you know, you got to fight harder because, because I know they're going to bring it on Friday. I want to make sure that mentally we're straight and we understand what the new techniques are we have to, to use to, to improve ourselves. Um, you know, Monday's usually just a day where I try and set the tone for the week. Uh, just looking at my notes here, like, you know, I've got a lot of good things planned, uh, for the week as far as coach talk is, is, is concerned, I have a couple really good topics, but if you have things you want to hear about, if there are things I haven't addressed yet on this show, um, or there's, there's, or continue to send in your question and answer. It's been great getting the questions and answers from you guys, whether you DM me on Twitter or Instagram, or you can email us at the sideline hustle at gmail.com. Um, but if you have topic, uh, requests, please, please tell them, uh, to me, send them to me and, and I'll try and get those answered. I think I've, we've been pretty good so far about trying to get all these questions addressed one way or another, whether it's the Instagram story or it's on the coach talk episode, just trying to make sure that I am serving as many people as possible serving as many receivers as possible and making uh, any knowledge or advice I can give as widespread as possible to, to help tell to people. Um, so that's all I got. Uh, it's going to be a great week. I, I'm, I'm really excited for the week just to attack it and, and get back into a rhythm. Um, so, you know, that's it. Episode 25 of Coach Talk. This is Coach Liebs. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Reach. Brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscayne. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Yeah, they used to never want to see my town. I, I, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line. Now, running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.